3: what's shaking red nation this is your boy jeremy brenner here with another episode of the dream take presented by the dream shake and we're gonna have a little fun today aren't we mr michael brown mike are you there welcome to the show
2: hey bud what's
3: going on man how you doing
2: hey man all good it's always our intention to entertain our wonderful listeners
3: yeah, you know, and it's it's difficult in the off season to to come up with new ideas and such. And you know, I wouldn't say that what we're doing today is necessarily a new idea, but we figured with the two K calendar coming to an end this week that we would a, a once of uh, I guess one of a kind. Uh, dream Take episode for you guys today.
2: Oh, I'm excited. Color me excited. You broke up there for a minute. Um, but I am taking your lead and I am ready to go, my man.
3: Yeah, so what we're going to do is I have uh, got 2K on my Xbox right here. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a roster from the current rocket. So it's a 2K22 roster. I think Professor 2K it's his roster so shout out to him for making this episode possible and we're going to go through the episode and start go through the episode go through the season and see what it's all about so i believe um my twitch stream i'm trying to see if my twitch is going live here it doesn't seem to be up just yet but if i you know change a button or two maybe i can get it to go and I'll hope there we go. All right, so if you go to my Twitch, uh, that's Jeremy Brenner, I'll put the link down in the chat for those that are listening to us live here on Spotify Greener. And thank you so, so much to our live audience that we have today. Then, uh, we can hopefully get uh, started. You can follow along through Twitch or you can listen to us here, and we're gonna walk through it. So, we're gonna do some trades, possibly, we'll look at the trade deadline, see when things you know could happen how can we improve this team and uh you guys can help follow along maybe we'll uh, call on some audience members and help and see if we can get you know some input from you guys we'd love to hear it so uh, right now i'm going to link my twitch in the description or in the chat right now and we're going to bring up people as we can i've got a lot of things to worry about here with uh with the twitch with the with the room with everything so i do have a request here from sergio yeah so you go twitch.tv slash jeremy brenner uh we might put the video with the in the post on the dreamshake.com. but sergio let me bring you up here and you can come help us play uh 2k21 but sergio welcome to the show brother how are you What's
0: up, sergio doing good this afternoon thank you jeremy and michael for having me up on here
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to look at our roster first. Let's let let's give, give a look at our roster. Make sure if you guys want to have a visual explanation, I'm going to try my very best to give as much description as possible. But if you want to look visually, head to twitch.tv slash Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. So we're heading to our roster now. And we've got Christian Wood is the highest overall at 84 And then John Wall is at an 82. And then we have Eric Gordon at 80. Jayshon Tate at 78. And we got our guy, Jalen Green, at a 78 overall. It doesn't appear, though, that our other rookies are quite up to par. Garuba is down here at a 75. Uh, Shangoon down here at a 73. So we're going to see what we can do with this. Also, this roster is not 100% accurate. We do have DJ Wilson still on the roster, and he currently is not. Armani Brooks on the two-way contract instead of Matthew Hurt. And Marielle Shayok decided that he wanted to be a Rocket. So uh, welcome to the team of Mary Al Shayok. But we're going to go and look at some trade offers. So, uh, Mike, I'll start with you. Who, who do you want to look for a trade first?
2: Um, I mean, I still think that the front line of this team, I think, is still a little soft, uh, mostly at the wing position. I think we're set at the five. I think we're set for the most part at the four. They still need some some small forward help. That's probably where I would lean first. Um, what could you look to get for a guy like Daniel House, who's not a part of the long term plan? But that's where I would look first—is somebody six four to six seven, you know, can play. Give you some three minutes, maybe give you some four minutes sparingly. That's probably where I would look first.
3: Alright, so let's go look at Daniel House right now. And we have nineteen trade offers for Daniel House. That's a lot. Woo! But, uh, let's let's see what we can get for Daniel House. We've got uh Rodney Hood with the Bucks. Pass. Not really feeling it. christiana Felicio, who isn't really with the bulls anymore i'm not really feeling him too much uh, dean wade from the Cavs. it's sure it's looking like daniel house's uh trade market is not very high uh grant williams with the celtics Ooh, this is an interesting one justice winslow for the clippers we'll keep we'll keep a tab on that one that one is probably the most interesting so far cam reddish with the hawks
2: i would say you, th- you like uh you like Winslow over uh, Grant Williams? I would take Grant Williams on this team in five seconds. Yeah? I love me Because he he's exactly what you're looking for, a young guy to develop with this roster. If, if it took Daniel House, I mean, I, I think they're getting the better player. Like, if you could trade House for Williams in a second-round pick, I would do that deal in three seconds. Yeah.
3: They're also – Cam Reddish is on the table, Mike.
2: I like Cam Reddish. I like I like them both. I think they're both more interesting than um, than uh, who's the guy you just said you like, Justice Winslow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Justice Winslow, but I would take a look at Grant Williams or uh, Cam Reddish before Winslow. Winslow, yeah. you got Royce three. O'Neal
3: for the Jazz.
2: Ooh, for House. Ooh, I like these. Yeah. I mean, O'Neal.
3: this is two K. Let's let's be real. Two K is not real life, but Maxi Kleba. Uh, Justin Holiday with the Pacers.
2: Uh, Not as hard of a pass, but still a pass.
3: You know, Nemanja Bielitsa with the Warriors. I didn't realize Nemanja Bielitsa was with the Warriors.
2: Well, no, it shouldn't shock you that a decent player is wanting to gravy train on one of the better teams in the league to try and chase a championship because that's the sad state of the league that we're in.
3: All right. So, Sergio, are you there?
0: Yes, I'm still here. I'm going to
3: let you make this first decision for us. Who who should we take? The Reddish deal? Should we take the Royce O'Neal deal? I wouldn't mind the Grant Williams deal either. What are you feeling, brother?
0: Honestly, I'm feeling Cam Reddish, you know, because he has untapped potential. Yeah, well, Cam Reddish it also
3: forces us to part ways with DJ Wilson, but I figured that wouldn't be much uh, much of a stopper on this deal. So, let's go ahead. Let's accept this Cam Reddish deal. We also get brandon goodwin in the deal but brandon goodwin is not going to factor too much on this roster so here we go we've got we've got cam reddish in houston guys congratulations great great first move i think uh but before we start this season sergio i'm gonna head over to you do you think we should be making a a roster move outside of dana house
0: it's kind to stating the obvious but john wall
3: all right let's Let's see what the market is for John Wall. I'm very curious. I have a feeling that we're not going to get a whole... Uh, I feel like we're going to get a lot of deals here that don't make a lot of sense, like like this one. Uh, John Wall and K.J. Martin for Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez...
2: I'm uh, in. I'm, you crazy SOBs, I'm in. I'm going to
3: veto that trade.
2: No, uh, no, I don't like that. There's another one
3: here from uh, Cleveland. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Can I ask both of you something? You wouldn't do that deal?
3: Oh, I would absolutely do that deal, but we're oh, trying okay. to go for realism here. A little okay. bit. A
2: okay. little bit. I'm just just sure. to show
3: you the unrealism okay. of of 2K, but uh, Cleveland's oh, offering us Kevin Love and Ricky Rubio for John Wallen, Alper, and Shangoon. Uh, for me... Chen Goon's, uh, not someone that we're trading right now. Uh, maybe we'll look at that deal back uh, considering uh, we th- considering the fact that, you know, Kevin Love has been, you know, floated around as a guy that they could go out and get for the last couple of years. But let, let's see what else they've got on the trade market. Al Horford and Josh Richardson. I, I, I'm not going to do that one just because Al Horford just signed with the Celtics. The Hornets would never do this trade. We're not trading Jalen Green to the Hornets. Uh, then Harrison Barnes and Buddy Healed. They're asking mm. for John Wall and Josh Christopher. I'm going to say no. Uh, Kemba Walker from the Knicks. I'm not going to do that either. This is an issue. The Magic are asking for Terrence Ross and Robin Lopez for John Wall.
0: I don't think they I don't would do that. that. I would do that. that
3: too, but I you get
0: a solid player in Terrence right. Ross.
3: Yep. Yeah, I just don't know if the Magic would do that. I mean, it's the Magic.
2: Well, yeah. but they they already have, what, Markel Fultz, and they just drafted Jalen Suggs? So, yeah, yeah. But sure. that, that doesn't make much sense. For Orlando, and Cole Anthony. But, I, but I would do that. I would do We're going to mix that deal. Um, well, kill kill my Pistons, dreams, and Jeremy.
3: The Pistons offer Isaiah Stewart and Dennis Smith. Not going to do that. Uh, Raptors are offering Pascal Siakam. For what? And Utah Watanabe for... John Wall and Josh Christopher.
2: Oh, I'm doing that. In- yeah, I would. I would do that. <laughs>
3: I'm not going to trade Josh Christopher. That's I solid. Think, I think Josh so, Christopher is yeah. someone that we're not trading, but I will look into that
2: deal a little bit more.
3: San Antonio's offering us Doug McDermott and Gorgie Jang. going to say no.
2: I'm pretty sure that's your favorite player, Doug McDermott.
3: No, Doug he's he not. No, that's make, a lie, Michael.
2: Michael buckets.
3: Michael. Go,
2: Go check the tape. Check the tape. I know how big of a fan of Dougie McDermott you are, sir. The Thunder
3: offering Mike Mascala and Moses Brown. Moses Brown's already been traded. Draymond Green and Otto Porter. It's a good thing I'm on the sticks and not Mike, because Mike would have accepted that deal and vetoed me out of that. You wouldn't Uh, accept Draymond
0: Green and Otto Porter?
3: Yeah, they offered Draymond Green and Otto Porter for John Wall and uh, K.J. Martin.
0: No, Uh, I I wouldn't. No. So...
3: So, this Cavs deal with Kevin Love and Ricky Rubio seems possible. This, um, And then you look at maybe the Raptors trade. Let's look at the Raptors trade and see what we can do with it. They're asking for Josh Christopher, so I'm going to try to take Josh Christopher out of this trade and see if we can include someone like a... Maybe like a Brandon Goodwin, who we just got. We can't trade Brandon Goodwin again. Maybe a DJ Augustine. Possibly that trade doesn't work with the salary cap. Maybe if we put in a different player like a uh, uh, Kareem Manet.
2: Uh, are you, let me ask you a question. Are you, yeah. would you, would you Jeremy Brunner do this deal?
3: No, you wouldn't would do not.
2: Christopher and wall for Seattle? No, I'm not
3: trading any of the rookies.
2: Oh, that's a mistake. Well, I, I feel think the like rookies
3: can even be traded at this point.
2: Well, okay. If this deal was possible, closer to like the trade deadline is, is what I would say. When they are trapped or when they are tradable. You get a guy in Pascal Siakam for a guy that will never touch your starting lineup in Josh Christopher, you wouldn't do that deal? Because he's not – with will- this version of the Rockets, he will never start.
0: Yeah. So you're going to also if- remember Pascal's contract as well.
2: Yeah, but you yeah, traded so- away, what, $80 million in annual salary, you can afford Siakam.
0: Yeah, but you're giving away a bad contract for a pretty good player in Pascal Siakam, so I'm pretty sure the Messiah Jerry wouldn't be able to go through with that. Yeah. Mm. So Unless like, it's, he's like a mastermind.
3: With this so. trade that I've you know contracted, it works on both sides. It's John Wall and this Al Shayok character for <laughs> Pascal Siakam and Stanley Johnson. And Stanley Johnson is not on... The Raptors. He just signed with the board. Try to get
0: OG in that deal. We're gonna, we're strong. gonna,
3: we're just gonna leave this. The Raptors have a counter offer. They're asking for Jalen Green. I'm gonna say no. So, <laughs> maybe yes. let's, let's try this Cleveland trade. Let's try this Cleveland trade. Cleveland's asking for Wall and Shangoon for Love and Rubio. We're gonna take our buddy Alp out of this deal, and then we're gonna put in. Let's just. Let's just try Shayok just to see what they counter with. They're asking for a counter here. Oh, this is okay. This is actually a deal I would consider if y'all are interested. I want to hear what y'all think. John Wall, Mary Al Shayok, and David Nawaba for Kevin Love, Ricky Rubio, and Dean Wade. What do you think, Mike?
2: Hard pass.
3: Hard pass? Why?
2: Hard pass. Because, I, I mean, Love is so unpredictable at this point. I mean, he's, what, three years removed from being a quality NBA player. Plus, his contract is absolutely awful. I mean, that's the Occam deal you do because of the type of player that he is and how it, he can immediately impact your team. Plus, I'm not trading the them. Like, you want to talk about guys that I want to hang on to? That's going to be a valuable trade piece, and you want to include that for a guy like Wade and Love, that's a hard pass
0: for me. Sergio, what do you think? Honestly, it's the same hard pass because Kevin Love, he's like, I'm pretty sure he's like three years older than John Wall, so he's got not much, not much gas left. Plus, you know how it's been happening lately with like his injury problem and that's just a big contract that's just worse than Kevin John Walls. Yeah. So, I I wouldn't really take that deal because what am I supposed to do with Kevin Love? put him at the power forward and put him and Christian one together, that's going to be a little bit a of a problem. Point. So this is,
3: this is I think, why John Wall hasn't been traded is because the market for him just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Now, if I'm just doing this, you know, just try to get the best team possible, I'm going to try to get the Chris Middleton deal. Um, but oh, it's, yeah. it's something that I'm not going to... I
0: don't I'm need, need no more big team. men on my team. I need- so... <laughs>
3: So let's let's just start the season, see what it's like, um, and let's look at our rotation, something that I want to uh, maybe discuss. So our starting five right now is basically the starting five we had to begin last season or for, like, the mo- majority of the seasons. John Wall, Eric Gordon, Jayshon Tate, Kenyon Martin, and Christian Wood. With Garuba, the first guy off the bench, getting 15 minutes. Jalen Green is going to start. We know that. So I'm going to swap out Green and Gordon. Jalen Green is set to play 28 minutes. I want to bump those up a little bit. Uh, Let's bump it to, let's say, 32. And we'll take four minutes away from Eric Gordon, giving him 24. Uh, So right now, and also we have Kevin Porter to deal with. So we're going to put Kevin Porter in the starting lineup as well. But who are we taking out of this starting lineup? Are we taking out Sean Tate? Or are we taking out KJ Martin?
2: You're taking out KJ Martin, if if, Martin. It, if it comes down to that, which it shouldn't. But the fact that Wall, he's just so useless
0: for this team. Like, wait a minute! Just, wait a minute! He makes no. Why sense. does Jalen Green have the number four jersey on if Daniel House owns that?
3: Because That's... Professor Two K is Team Jalen Green.
2: That's why. My, my God, I mean, you can't put. You can't put Jayshon Tate on the bench. He was just on the all-rookie team.
0: That first rookie team, he was all-rookie. All.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, and he arguably could have been in the rookie of the year debate last year for the way he played. Debatable. He probably wouldn't have won it or should have won it, but he's in the conversation. Actually,
0: Michael, I can't agree with that because he was actually top, top four or three to win rookie of the year. He actually yeah. did increase. He was in top five, and then by right. when there was like a month left, he was top three.
2: So how do you justify putting that dude on the bench? And you're I stifling, agree. and you're stifling the development of KJ Martin by having Eric Gordon, who's useless on this team, and John Wallace still on the team.
3: I agree. So let's let's take let's take KJ Martin now. We'll put him as our seventh man or eighth man. We're gonna put. Uh, Kevin Porter in the starting lineup with Jalen Green. Kevin Porter's got about 29, 30 minutes. Same with John Wall. Maybe we'll bump him down a few minutes to give Kevin Porter 32. So 32 minutes each for KPJ, for Jalen Green, and Christian Wood. So I think we're good here. We have a 10-man rotation. Uh, The guys coming off the bench are Eric Gordon, Usman Garuba, KJ Martin, David Nawaba, and Alperen Shangun. So let's let's start us off here. Uh, Sergio has left, but I'm going to bring up Ryan here, friend of the show, for the beginning of the regular season. Ryan, what's up with you, man? How are you?
1: What's up, guys? So so as, Ryan, you're, yes. as you're as you doing this podcast, I'm heading to GameStop right now to pre-order my copy of NBA Turkey 2022. Perfect, perfect time. Perfect
2: uh, do we get any sort of royalty off of that, Jeremy? Because I'm should. afraid we do not. Well.
1: That's ridiculous. Okay. I'm actually going to get the anniversary edition because um, when I pick it up, it'll, so whatever progress that I make on this one, it'll transfer to the Xbox Series X once I can go pick mine up, which I'm not sure when that'll be because every time they hit the shelf, they're off the shelf in the matter of seconds. Yeah, so the schedule here for 2K21
3: is still ske- uh, skewed towards the, the old season. So we're going to pass on that. Um, but I'm going to simulate up until the end of the first month of the season here. But, I mean, yeah. So, Mike, are you going to get 2K22? Um,
2: Yeah, I plan on it. I mean, I cycle through my video games throughout the year. I'm on my Madden binge right now. Uh, But, well, yeah, I, have, I absolutely will. I absolutely will get the
0: 2K22. Yeah,
3: Ryan, you were going to say something. Yeah, what console
2: do you guys play? Xbox One.
3: I'm currently on my Xbox One as well. It's not the Xbox One Series X. I have I I don't have enough time to like go through everything and and watch, you know, and and get like like video games is is a fun thing for me, but it's not like something I need to be on top of. Uh, But we're going through this first month of the regular season and the Rockets are seven and seven. Yep. Very interesting. Uh, They get a win at the end of the month against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jalen Green has 24 points. uh, And he actually look at that. If you're looking on, uh, if you're looking on the live stream that we've got put on for Twitch right now, he's averaging about 26 points per game through the first month of the season. Video game numbers, probably. But twenty six points per game for Jalen Green. If he does that in the first month of the season, Ryan, what do you think is gonna happen? Wait, what's that? I didn't have a question. Sorry. I mean Jalen Green's already averaging twenty six points per game through one month of the season. What do you think about that?
1: Twenty six points a game, that's so what was so I know we don't like the name what was Harden putting up his rookie year <laughs> His rookie I mean, year
3: definitely not that, because he was coming off the bench.
2: But he's all. But it's also completely separate situations. Like you can't compare the two. Like yes. comparing the two is unfair. If he if he averages twenty six points per game, build him a freaking statue. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because like like y'all think about where we were last year. To you know, in the middle of the year, I'll take twenty six points per game from one of our guys. And being seven and seven over anything we experienced outside of the first month of the season last year. Yep.
1: So, so is that is that more than Kevin Porter Jr. his rookie year?
2: Yes. Yes. I mean, twenty six points Porter a game. That's a different that's a, situation. That's a fringe all star. If he's averaging twenty six a game as a, rook, and as a rookie in his first month, he would be a fringe all star for next season.
3: Kevin Porter is averaging about fourteen points per game through this first month, but. I'm going to go through this next month here. The Rockets are also right now eighth in the Western Conference. So we have not done a whole lot to this team. We've, all we've done is a small swap of Daniel House and Cam Reddish. And the Rockets are 500. And I think what that shows is last year was somewhat of an anomaly because of all of the injuries that this team had. We aren't really dealing with injuries a whole lot in this simulation but I think that goes to show how good this team can be if they if they're together, you know, with all of the pieces intact. So
1: I'm, do you the, guys, I'm almost done do here you guys with the think, next month. What's up, Brian? You guys, you guys think that uh, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green can finish top ten best duo in the NBA this season? Mm. If John uh.
3: is there, it's gonna be a lot tougher. I'll say that just because it's they're not going to be able to play as much together. But if you clear that, I think, I think that top 10 uh, denomination is something that is maybe two or three years down the line. It's going to be very difficult for that to come within, you know, one year. But we're approaching the end of the second month of the season here, and the Rockets are 16. And 12. So they went 9 and 5 in the second month of the season. And you look okay. at Jalen Green, he's gone from averaging 26 a game to 25. So he's been able to keep up. And Jay Sean Tate is averaging six points a game. KJ Martin, about eight points a game. Christian Wood, 17 and 10, looking real strong for the Rockets uh, in the post. Eric Gordon's averaging about 13 points off the bench. Kevin Porter is up his averages to 14 and four assists a game. David Nwaba is doing well off the bench, averaging about six a game. And you look at, I'm waiting for John Wall. John Wall is averaging about 17 and seven and a half. Like, if this if this is the Rocket through two months, Mike, this is a
2: pretty good team. They are a pretty What's, good team. What's the starting it's, it's,
3: lineup? The starting lineup is, I haven't changed the starting lineup since the beginning of the season. It's John Wall, it's Kevin Porter, Jalen Green, Jay Sean Tate, and Christian Wood.
1: I wouldn't put Jayshawn Tate at the power forward spot. But... That's something that we decided
3: with Sergio up here, and we agreed that that's where it should go. But right now, the 2K has kind of changed our roster as they've wanted it to um, with Jalen Green at the two guard. Jay Sean Tate at the three KJ Martin at the four they've moved Kevin Porter to the bench which is something that I don't think we're ever going to see no Um, never but it's something that the game has decided that it feels it's better but as we know like the thing is 2k severely underrates uh Kevin Porter they uh, Kevin Porter has a 77 uh overall rating and it's it's extremely low um so why do you why you, why you
2: why do you think it's low well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think he dropped
3: fifty in a game. I feel like that so? warrants
2: at least an eighty. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think How many... right. I think he's right where he needs to be. Ranking wise, he's okay. He dropped fifty in a game. That's great. It's fantastic. His team didn't win the game, right? Like he's putting, he put up massive numbers for a team that was awful, by far the worst team in the league. Who is this? Do it, do it for a full season, and you'll get a better two K ranking. But I think a 77 is exactly what he is. I think he's Wait, a who? very good player. For KPJ. I think he's a very good player, but I do not think he's a great player. I think he's good. I think we're going to find out a lot about his game this year when you put oh, a man. massive amount of more talent around him on the court.
3: I think this is interesting because with KPJ, I think there's a good chunk of Rockets people that are very much in the house that KPJs is our future. KPJ is our Point guard that's going to lead us to a championship when we're good. But then there's also a lot of people that still are not fully convinced yet. And I think that number has uh, decreased since the regular season ended because we have Jalen Green in tow and we are likely to get more picks down the line. And maybe that is not going to fully, you know, materialize with Kevin Porter. I think the fit between Kevin Porter and uh with with KPJ and Jalen is still a bit up in the air. And I think that's why maybe people like feel the way Mike does. Whereas people like me, I am all in on KPJ. I am really all in on him and I think he is underrated here. But I do agree with you, Mike. I think that if you give him another season, he's going to be in those eighties and he's yeah. gonna be treated as such. You know, yeah, he only had a small sample size. I still think he hasn't played you know, 82 NBA games yet. So he's still technically a rookie in in some ways. So it's interesting to see how he still has so much room to grow. And I think that goes to show that this whole team has a lot of room to grow. But at the end of the third month of the season, the Rockets are 24-17, and landing them the sixth seed in the Western Conference. Right now, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Blazers, the Jazz, and the Pelicans – Are one, two, three, four, and five with the Rockets. Number six, uh, a game and a half ahead of the Suns and the Grizzlies. I think again, it goes to show you how much the game appreciates guys like John Wall, and that, and and it goes to show how how good this team could have been if they were healthy.
1: Now, Jimmy. At the same time, though, I just don't. I kind of want Kevin Porter Jr. to stay quiet because I don't want people to start thinking he'll become overrated. You know, Um, that's what my biggest thing is, is him becoming overrated and talked about too much and he's not showing uh, enough, I guess. I don't know how I'm going to say that. This is the
2: first time as as an NBA player that he's going to have to adapt his game. Because ever since he's come into the league, he's been the guy in the backcourt. He's no longer the guy in the backcourt. Jalen Green is the guy in the backcourt. He has to show... That he can adapt his game. I'm not saying change his game. Very reminiscent of what Harden had to do with Chris Paul, what Harden had to do with Kyrie Irving. What you know, that will say a lot about who he is. And if he can adapt, I think he's best if he's averaging 13 to 17 points, six to eight assists, three to five rebounds, becoming that type of leader on the court. This team is going to fly next year. And it's reminiscent in the record that you're describing, Jeremy. Is those are the types of numbers he has to have in order to succeed? Because if so he tries many, to be the guy, this team will not reach its
1: potential. So how many? How many points? Okay. So how many points combined will KPJ and Jalen Green score a game?
2: Uh, I mean, it's probably going to be north of twenty-eight. You know, I. Not 28, 38 points a game. I'd say 30. that's
3: about right. Maybe Up somewhere there. like 38 to 40.
2: Yeah, somewhere. Maybe 42. Yeah, because that that puts Jalen Green at, come on, him averaging 26 points per game to start the season is, is a little unrealistic. That puts him more in like the 20 to 24 range, and that puts Kevin Porter Jr. in the 14 that's to 16 good. range. That's about right. All right, so we're
3: at the trade deadline in the season now, and I'm wanting to see what the John Wall trade offers look like, just to see if we can maybe show off some of his value. He's averaging about 18 points a game right now. I feel like a team might want to bite here. Cleveland is offering us Kevin Love. I feel like that's a tree we're not willing to climb right now. Al Horford from the Celtics, that's not something that would make sense for the Rockets. Steven Adams and Dylan Brooks for John Wall and Jay Sean Tate. I'm not super high on that either. Whoa, 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 whoa. Say that again. John Wall and Jay Sean Tate for Steven Adams and Dylan Brooks.
1: No.
2: Well, Daniel Tyson, so it really doesn't make sense. God, I like yeah, Dylan Yeah, Daniel Tyson's not even on this roster right now. I, 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 like, Dil- I like Dylan Brooks. Over lot, Tate?
1: Though. Over Tate, Mike? Over, over Tate?
2: Uh, I mean I – mean- Dylan Brooks is a stud, and that solves your wing problem. I probably wouldn't do it if we had to involve Tate. If they would do that for Nawaba instead of Tate, I think I would do that. If you so threw Do in you a... want
3: to go into that trade for? Well, well let's let, let me look at the other trades because Orlando's offering us a trade here: Buddy Heald, who they somehow acquired, and Terrence Ross for John Wall and our contract, Marielle Shayok.
2: Oh, man, I would, think about, I would think really hard about that. But then the problem if you do that is that you're creating even more of a logjam jam for a guy like KJ Martin. He's already going to have problems cracking this rotation and getting enough yeah. minutes to my satisfaction. Like KJ Martin will get minutes, but I'm in the camp. He needs to be on the court no less than 15 minutes a game, no more than like 32 and I feel like some nights it's going to be hard because there's already a logjam there. You have Daniel House, you have Eric Gordon, you have David Nwaba, you have Jay Shante. Like, those are a lot of dudes in front of him.
3: Yeah. So, so the Raptors, they gave us a different offer for Pascal Siakam. It's Wall and Brandon Goodwin, who we acquired in the Daniel House trade for Pascal Siakam and Stanley Johnson. We pulled a the trigger on this one? Yeah, in, in five, in five right. seconds. Let's do it. Pascal Siakam, welcome to Houston, my friend. Um, but let's look at this uh yeah, let's look at this roster here so i'm gonna do i'm gonna actually change Kevin Porter to a point guard and maybe that will uh allow us to play him at the point guard position in the rotation so that that's something that i guess I think a lot of people do it i'm I'm not necessarily thinking it's like much of a of a trick or anything, so Kevin Porter's gonna be our new point guard um, and hopefully that will. Um, hopefully that will help us here. Uh, so, Kevin Porter is on a hot streak. He's going to be our new starting one. Jalen Green at the two. Uh, Jay Sean Tate at the three. Pascal Siakam at the four. Wood at the five with Gordon, Nawaba, Garuba, Reddish, and Josh Christopher uh, oh. hitting the rotation. Uh, <sighs> he's, he's coming in. But also, Kevin Martin, is. Uh, Kenyon Martin's injured. Uh, so is Al P. So we can hopefully get those guys back in for the stretch run. Stretch run. So I'm gonna go through the next month of the season here. We're gonna approach what by the time this next uh, sim has been completed, then we'll be just one month away from the playoffs. So Stanley
1: Johnson just signed somewhere. Where did he go? Yeah, Stanley
3: go? Johnson signed with um, he signed with the Bulls, but this this two K sim uh, is not 100 percent accurate, so. That's why we're saying goodbye to it by uh, the end of the week when p- people have 2k twenty two they'll have updated rosters and uh, full complete rosters that two k mm. provides and whether or not you like those rosters or choose uh, users we're using professor 2 k his rosters so shout out to him for creating these and yeah because a lot of people do this like people don't get the game every year and they decide just to you know use a file that's a current file and You know, it's not 100% accurate like this one is, but um, they're they're able to, you know, save money by doing that. So the Rockets here, they are struggling in this month of April, so they lose five and they win five. So about 500. They're now the eighth seed again, uh, but they're tied for the Pelicans for number seven. Looking at our stats Um, here, we have... uh, we have kevin porter jr he's averaging about 12 points a game so that's look if kevin porter's averaging about 13 points a game Mm -hmm. that i think would be disappointing i think that you can do a lot better than that i think that's just the game uh not giving him as much credit as as, maybe a real life version of kevin porter would but Jalen green is definitely picking up that slack he's averaging about 23 points a game which I I, look, if Jalen Green averages 23 points a game, I mean, we were surprised earlier in the sim when he was averaging 25, 26, so 23 points a game I think is a little bit more realistic and I think that is a good sign for for Jalen Green if that's what he can do in year one absolutely, and Pascal Siakam our newest Rocky, he's averaging 22 and 8, which is extremely good, and Christian Wood is averaging 17 and 11, that's a real tough front line with uh, Siakam and Christian Wood but hopefully we can make the playoffs here. I would, I would love to make the playoffs because then that would probably, uh, if we didn't, it probably cut our episode a little bit short here. But I hope that we can make the playoffs and uh, maybe surprise some people here. But, you know, the idea of a Pascal Siakam trade right now, I think it would make a lot more sense if Pascal Siakam wanted to go out. We've heard rumors of it, we've heard rumblings of it, but nothing like 100% certain. But if But if they
2: but if they wanted if they wanted to go get Siakam, that would be such a picture perfect move for this team. Exactly
1: even with what guys they like
3: the thing is I feel like if they do like a trade like that is not going to happen. Although they do need a point guard. I feel like they would look out guys more like Chagoon. They would look for younger guys to probably trade for instead of siakam yeah but we're looking I'd at still the... be, i'd still
2: be open to it though i'd, yeah, so... I'd, I'd be open to whatever that they, they would want within you know realistic standards so
3: we have an award winner we have christian wood winning most improved
2: player of the
3: year averaging 17 and 11 which these are stats compared to the 2019 2020 seasons so that is his improvement. So he goes uh, and he wins the most improved player award. And we go through the All-Star team, or excuse me, the All-NBA teams. Russell Westbrook and James Harden are both on the first team. Uh, so that's a bit ironic.
2: Dagger to, dagger to my heart.
3: Third team. Pascal Siakam makes the third yeah. team here. Um, and then we look at the rookie team. Jalen Green ends up on the rookie team. Obviously, Lamelo Ball is on here because it incorporates... 2020 rookies as well. And there you go. So the Rockets did not make the playoffs though, unfortunately uh, we ended up not making the playoffs. I think we were the last team out. I think we were the nine seed probably. Yeah. We were, we lost by one game in the playoffs. Oh. So that's look, if the Rockets are one win, And the thing is also, this doesn't incorporate uh, the play-in series. So the Rockets would have qualified for the play-in here and they would have, pre- they would have played Denver in the play-in game. And had they beaten them, they would have gone to face either Memphis. Uh, they would have had to play, I guess, Memphis for the seventh seed. Or no, no, no. How they would have they would have qualified for the plan. That that's that's what's to take away from here. So not bad. If, if this is what we do next season, playing games, forty four wins.
1: I'm game. I'm happy with that. I wonder if 2K twenty two is gonna add the play in tournament.
3: I think it will. I think it will. And that's another reason why I think I'm gonna end up getting the game because it is um, hopefully they'll add that. We haven't heard a lot about the like the my league and the and the franchise and what they're going to do with that. But I would assume that it would be incorporated. Um, but you look at Christian Wood seventeen and eleven Kevin Porter averaged about 12 points a game. A little bit disappointing from him. I don't think that's necessarily going to be how he does in real life, though. K.J. Martin, eight points a game from him. Uh, David Nwaba averaged about six. D.J. Augustine, about six. Jalen Green ended up with 22 points a game with five rebounds, and almost four assists. Not bad for that's him. Fair, that's fair. Alperin Sengun only about five points a game. Didn't play a whole lot. Garuba, same thing. Didn't play a whole lot. Uh, he averaged almost a block a game, so that's there's... Josh
1: Christopher and Garubo probably would be in the G League, I would imagine. Yeah,
3: and, and he didn't get a whole lot of playing time here. Cam Reddish, five points a game, our small little acquisition, and Pascal Siakam, 22 and eight. So if you have Jalen Green, Pascal Siakam, and Christian Wood moving forward, that wow. looks like a good team to me.
1: So so would we, we rather have Christian Wood, or are we missing Clint Capella? Because Capella just got re-signed in- 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 with the Hawks. It's not so even
2: close. I'd rather have Clint Capella.
1: I think I would too.
2: Christian Wood does not move the needle. Which is, <laughs> which is unfortunate because now you had to go out and you had to sign Daniel Tice. So you have two different guys in Wood and Tice that you're not going to be able to play a ton together to do what Clint Capella could do. Which is put up decent numbers and defend the rim. Christian Wood is not a a rim defender. But this is exactly what we talked about, Jeremy. The ceiling of this team is what this simulation is. You have a good combination of playing your vets and your young guys. If everybody can stay healthy, what that simulation does not take into account is the defensive presence of uh, Daniel Tice, which I think is going to be a game changer for this team. Uh, And I think that this team is going to be a fringe playoff team next year, if not an outright playoff team in the top eight seats.
1: Um Jeremy, what uh, was Tice putting up in that simulation?
3: Tice was not part of the simulation because he was not um, on oh. the roster. So like that that is, you know, just a, a flaw in the simulation. And I think that there are several flaws in the simulation with you know with Kevin Porter and his and his usage rate. I don't think this is very high here, but in in the NBA it would be a lot higher. Uh, same thing. Like, I don't think the Rockets would have made the Siakam trade uh, because they have Tice, and I don't think that would even, you know, be a consideration for the Raptors. But that's also, you know, part of the fun that we're trying to have right now with, uh, with this, with this uh, simulation and just an off-season episode of the Dream Take. So, Ryan, we're gonna close the show now, but uh, I appreciate you coming up and uh, and helping course, us out. It's,
1: it's Thanks, Ryan. Right. You guys, all right. Take care.
3: All right, Michael Brown, it's that time of the show where you get your chance, one minute, absolutely uninterrupted from from me, no interruptions from anybody, it's the Mic Drop, so your one minute starts now.
2: Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Mic Drop with me, Mike Brown. You know what I will never understand, and it doesn't matter what sport it is, it always happens, and I always see these individuals walking around at a sporting event if you are guy or woman that decides to wear khaki pants with a dress shirt tucked in and a jersey on top of that button down shirt i hate you like you need to choose one way or the other right like if you're gonna be jersey person then go with the outright jersey and take the dress shirt off do not wear the full dress shirt with the cuffs all the way down And then you got the collar hanging out with the jersey on top of it. Whether it's a football jersey, the basketball jersey is the absolute worst. But I saw it at a baseball game. I saw it at a football game. You are not making any sort of fashion statement. You look stupid. I don't understand why you can't choose one or the other. You cannot do both. The next time I see it, I'm going to go to an usher. And I'm going to say that person should be thrown out of the game immediately. Because that might be the worst fashion fashion choice of 2021. Do not be individual wearing dress shirt buttoned down with a jersey on top. And that is another episode of the Mic Drop.
3: So if you see Michael Brown in person, just make sure you're not wearing a jersey on top of a dress shirt. And that is a good time to park the rocket ship for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of The Dream Take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Dream Take and at Dream Shake SBN. You can also head to our website at www.thedreamshape.com, home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. We'll be back next week. I think we agreed today, Mike, that we're going to do these once a week. Hopefully, I think Tuesday is a good day for us, so we're going to try and do these every Tuesday so that we have consistent content for you guys. It's been a very busy couple weeks for, for me and Mike, so we apologize for not getting the content as uh, as regularly as we have been during the last year and a half, but we appreciate we appreciate you guys staying by our side for that. You can follow my co-pilot, Mr. Michael Brown, on Twitter
2: at bswpodcast underscore mb. You can
3: follow me on Twitter, that Jeremy Brenner. That's J E R E M Y B R E N E R. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Dream Take. And until next time, go Rockets!